When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Elected Falcon passenger tyres by three, get one free at Tyre Power. Everybody is talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's go! 23 minutes to eight, a warm one today, 35, 38 tomorrow. Calling down on Friday, it is SENSA Breakfast. Mark Bickley is here. Officially in 2023, uh, also some great news, Bix, before we go to our next guest. I've just seen on social media. I'm very excited. Yes. And this is sports related and mm. entertainment related as well. So there's the S and the E in SEN. Um, Ted Lasso, new season starts very soon in a few weeks. Have you watched Ted Lasso? I have. Love Ted Lasso. Yeah. Um, just just the concept of it is great. I yeah. know, and, and it's fun, obviously, but... Um, and, yeah, looking forward to it. 15th of March, apparently, that will start. 15th so, of March. The other thing that's coming up is Drive to Survive, 24th of Feb. Yes. I'm not sure if you're a fan of that, but I am. And, uh, once again, we talked about uh, Piastri having his first drive, another Australian in the uh, the Formula One scene. And, of course, um, we'll, we'll be able to watch all the drama from last year as well. So, lots of stuff going on. Uh, on If you're a sports fanatic and you've got Foxtel and some of those other streaming services, there's uh, some Netflix, there's some great opportunities there. Get a lot of big things happening for the Adelaide Football Club. Uh, on Saturday, it was announced their new skipper, Jordan Dawson, will be leading the team into 2023. But there's a lot going on off the field as well. We thought we would go to the man who has all the information, and that is the chair of the Adelaide Football Club, Mr. John Olsen. John, good morning. Morning, guys. Good to be with you. Thanks, John. Day two for you. Yes, for me. Day two for me. I'm like a new school child yes. starting school. Hey, um, John, <laughs> we've seen uh, just more recently, in the last day or so, you've, you've caught up with some of the key stakeholders around the uh, in the West Torrens area with your new site at Thebiton. What's the latest there? Now, I saw you've made some subtle changes to the design. Yes, the uh, design has moved uh, for the second oval on King's Remove. Uh, King's Reserve has moved to the east and I think that's freed up about uh, an additional 30 metres from uh, the western boundary which once again gives greater uh, retention of uh, tree cover during uh, through that area. So we're working with the council in this uh, uh, master plan advisory group. We've made a number of adjustments over the last 18 months or two years in discussions with council and we continue to work through that process with the local community now. Are you getting close to finalising a, a final sort of design so that you can maybe get on with it? Yep, that's the uh, that's the objective. Um, hopefully, by about the end of March, uh, we'll come to a final design following consultation. We've got a website up where people can go on that website, have a look make comment on it. Uh, we've reached out into the local community. We've got this consultative group uh, with the council. Uh, that's uh, had two meetings now, the last one on Monday night. There'll be a couple of more meetings through to the end of March when hopefully we'll get a compromise outcome as um, best we can, meeting and responding to some of the input from the local community. 
Has this clearly it looks like it's taken a lot longer than what you had envisaged. Um, are you still? How how frustrating has it been? And are you still pumped and and as uh, I guess enthusiastic about getting this done as what you were when you started this journey? You know, years ago now. Yeah, well, it is. Um, it's been over two years mm. uh, that we've been on this journey, and uh, the look perseverance pays, and we'll work our way through this. We want to be seen as good neighbours. We want to accommodate. Uh, suggestions from the local community as best we can but we've got to get this new headquarters in place and one of the concerns that I have is the delays equals increase in the cost Mm. and therefore we've got to be very mindful of that in this process. Mm. Okay let's talk about on-field performance. Uh, You clearly uh, get an opportunity to talk to Matthew Nix. Are you happy with where the team is at at this stage of the year? Yes uh, Nixie's a good coach for us. He's the right man in the right job for us. Uh, the culture that he's established uh, amongst the playing group where they turn up enthusiastic rather than turning up, it's just a job. And that culture that uh, I see at the club is really a, uh, an outstanding feature brought by him and Adam Kelly. Uh, there's no doubt the guys in pre-training have put real effort in over uh, the last uh, few months and in the summer break. No doubt about that. A number of them have bulked up, uh, got a bit more weight, a bit more muscle, uh, rather. Um, and you see that in the way in which uh, Wayne Malera, for example, has just blitzed it in uh, training. Isaac Rankin, his, uh, his talent is really on show. And so uh, when you get a player saying, um, we want to go to matches, not hoping to win, but determined to win, that says to me there's a mindset that has developed over the last couple of years that will stand us in good stead. And the issue, of course, for us is, whilst we have clearly seen improvement, the point is you don't know how the other club, other 17 clubs mm. have improved during the period. So that's the challenge for us. Does that mean, from what you just said, John, there's an expectation to win more games than last season and, and finals being a possibility? What what expectation do you have in regards to success, which in turn has expectations on what the coach is going to do in 2023? Yeah, we, uh, we exist to play finals footy. That's why we're there. And uh, it's been a bit of a journey over the rebuild. Uh, freely admit that. Uh, but we are now in a position that we ought to be moving up the ladder and I would expect that we'll move up the ladder this year, no doubt about that. And I just see the commitment of uh, the squad. Uh, it is second to none in terms of the determination, commitment, the training uh, regime that's been put in, the extra effort individuals do in that training. And then you've seen how Jordan Dawson last year assisted how Isaac Rankin this year will assist and you've got Tex and you've got Rory and well I could go through a whole raft of players you'll see a game plan come out this year which uh, will no doubt in my mind see us improve it, we've got uh, the first five games uh, away for the EWS uh, game one but then we have four the next four rounds are at Adelaide Oval so on our home turf with the commitment of the guys, we should see some real improvement this year. 
extra game this year with the gather round, of course, which is at uh, Adelaide Oval for Adelaide. So 13 home or 13 games at Adelaide Oval uh, this year, which is another little bonus. Just on the gather round, what's the take up been and, and how's the how's the club seen that concept in round five and how's it looking? Um, well, it's, it's, it's an interesting new model and we'll see how it uh, unfolds as it relates to the AFL and the competition. Um, but we backed it in solidly uh, when the AFL put the, the concept on the table, putting in an extra round. Um, the response that we've had in ticket sales on that uh, Thursday night game has been uh, great. I'm unsure exactly what it is now, but it's uh, over the 40,000 when I last uh, checked on that. So attendance for that uh, opening round on that Thursday night, which we, the Crows, will lead, uh, is a good position for us to be in. Mm. Um, Just on, we're talking, uh, you know, fixturing and all those sort of things. I think Adelaide over the last couple of years probably haven't had as many blockbuster games and that's quite rightly so because you're sort of in the bottom half of the ladder. Just thinking post-COVID, financially, you were one of the clubs that didn't um, ask for assistance from the AFL. How are you positioned now on the back of that as you come out the other side? Um, well, we racked up about $6 million worth of debt uh, during those couple of COVID years. But I'm pleased to say that we've been able to eliminate that debt over the course of the last uh, 18 months or so. And we'll be reporting at our annual general meeting on the 1st of March uh, that the debt is gone. Uh, That's a very important uh, outcome. So that means then our planning going forward, we don't have that debt hanging around that we've got to uh, uh, get rid of. And we've returned to a profitable base on an annual uh, cycle. Mm. Of course, that helps, of course, when you're trying to negotiate what's going to happen at uh, at Thebit and Oval as well. So, uh, John, thanks for your time this morning. Yeah. Okay, thank you, guys. Good to be with you. Going to be a big year for the Adelaide Football Club. Um, whichever way it goes to, there's a fair bit of expectation. Yeah, well, I think what John, let's start with the, the footy side of it. He's basically saying, recruited well the last couple of years, you know, trading you know, quality players in, in Dawson and Rankin. You've got those four years into blokes like Jones and McHenry. And I think, you know, their, their first round picks in the club have been asking their members to be patient. You know, we talked about the uh, the dedication and the, the pre-season's been really good. The players are really engaged, and, and he's quite right. That has to translate to performance. Otherwise, you know, they're not going to uh, to get to where they want to get to. So it has ramped up a little bit this year, I would think, on uh, on Matthew Nix, and I think Matthew Nix is probably in the position where he's looking forward to that. I've heard him say he's looking forward to the pressure. So now he's got the, the players that he wants. He's been there a number of years now. He's got to start to deliver himself as well, which um, I think everyone's uh, keen to see how it goes. 13 minutes to eight. Got a couple of yes moments to get through after eight o'clock. Great business starts with yes. Search Optus Business. And very quickly, uh, Bayern Munich are leading PSG 1-0 at the 57th minute of the Champions League round of 16. The first league and AC Milan are leading Tottenham 1-0 as mm. well. So there's still plenty of time. We will keep you updated on SENSA. Good morning.